Hello and welcome to The Real Show podcast. I'm Murray and I'm with my co-host Corey. Say hello, Corey. Hello. Hello. And we're taking a dive back into the world of pro wrestling, aren't we, Corey? We are indeed. We are. And uh, what are we looking at today? What are we reviewing today for all you lovely listeners? We are talking about Money in the Bank 2021. Yes, we are. Uh, we've got a. We've got. Oh, excuse me. We've got the card up here, and we'll be going through uh, all the seven matches, including pre-show and a couple of other things uh, on the show that happened, that occurred. We'll be going through them, offering our thoughts, giving a real rating to each match, and then rounding out with a nice little conclusion for everybody. Okay. And including good. some uh, some aftermath as well. Some of the aftermath on the weeks uh, on the Smackdowns and Raws that pre- yeah. that uh, preceded this. So shall we start off with uh, we start with a couple of things. We can start off with the pre-show. We can go into that, or we can go into uh, the cancelled match. Uh, the match that would have happened. Let's go into the cancelled match. Right. Okay. Well, do you want me to handle this? I can. can I can take care of this. Um, Effectively, it's hell to sell the last pay per view. The last pay per view in you know we'll, we'll talk about this first. We have fans back. We do. We do. There was back. an audience. There was a presence. People were with signs. People were shouting. People were chanting. It was. It felt like a. It felt like something we hadn't seen in a while. Not at least since WrestleMania. But even with WrestleMania, they had a reduced crowd, didn't they? They did. It, it, it was good to have them back. It this was, was a full crowd of people. They always kept saying "sold out." Michael Cole was saying "sold out arena," "sold out arena." Yeah, we know. We know Michael. <laughs> we can see that. You don't have to keep saying it. Um. But the cancelled match occurred because Bianca Belair, the SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, she beat Bailey at Hell in a Cell, the last pay-per-view that occurred in the uh, the Thunderdome. Um, and on the following episode of SmackDown, they were both mm. involved in a in a mixed tag team match, I think with Cesaro and Seth Rollins, because uh, they're feuding as well. But what happened in the following week, uh, Bailey got on the mic and could have, could have scathing promo. She's like, I want you, Bianca Belair, I want to fight you. I want to take you down and take you down for good. And then Belair came out and said, oh, well, let's have an I quit match at Money in the Bank. And Bailey accepted. Uh, so an I quit match is the, basically, we have to take you to the to limit until one of you utters I quit, right? That's it, isn't it, Corey? Yeah. So, however, on July, the, on July 9th, uh, at the time of recording, it's a few weeks ago, uh, WWE announced via Twitter that... Bailey has suffered a legitimate injury to her ACL leg um, while she was training, and she'd be sidelined for at least nine months. Well, and also an announcement that she'd make a statement on SmackDown, which she did, basically, you know, in kayfabe, blaming everybody and saying it was all our fault. <laughs> when 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 it came, when when the news came out that it was actually to do with uh, the sort of return to training scheme and the chain wrestling they were having them doing. Mm. Which isn't really good practice. I mean, I don't know very much about the technicals of professional wrestling, but I know that chain wrestling is sort of looked down upon as something you're not really supposed to do because it does it does lead to unfortunate injuries, and this is what happened. However, Sonia Deville, the uh, official for the women, I suppose, came out that night on SmackDown and said that right, the quick matches off because Bailey can't compete, obviously. Uh, she's out uh, with an injury, so we're going to have to do something else. So the next week on SmackDown, the first SmackDown with fans, they brought Carmella in as the uh, substitute instead of a pay-per-view match. They had to cancel the pay-per-view match, and they had Carmella do have a championship match for the next two weeks, I think, in front of fans. 
Well, I think for the next three weeks, because they had... Because <laughs> they're having a match next week as well. Okay, fair And enough. they've already had two matches. So mm. so I think Carmelo's, Carmelo's taken the place of Bailey in the feud, I think. Against Belair, so... Now, that was very unfortunate for them. And obviously our best wishes go out to Bailey. We're, we're big fans of Bailey on this show, aren't we? We are. We are. Our condolences go out to Bailey. Get well soon. Uh, do do whatever you got to do, obviously. Surgery or whatnot. Uh, we hope it, all, we hope it all goes, goes well. And let's get on to the, uh, the pre-show. Now, would you like to run us through what the pre-show was all about? It was the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Mm-hmm. Now, Usos recently reunited. Yes, Jay and Jimmy Uso. Jimmy came back from an injury. Yep. Come back. They've formed the bloodline. Yeah. The police for name of the three of them. Yeah, there's the bloodline. Him and uh, Jay and Roman Reigns. Yeah. And so they were going up for going up for tag team belts by taking on Ray and Dominic Mysterio who Yeah. Who the entered belts. through a Thanos portal. Yeah. Do you remember what was that intro? <laughs> you know. J- J- Ray and Dominic are in this sort of Mortal Kombat temple realm, right? <laughs> it's it's Mexico, isn't it? And they've got this. Oh yeah, all right, sure. And they've got their suits on, and suddenly they, a Thanos portal opens, and they step through it, and they're in their gear with the belts, and they're coming down. I'm like, what was that? Who thought of that? That Listen, sounds like something someone thought of in like a dream or something. That bust into the creative room, bust into the creative room, and said, "Vince, have I got the idea for you?" They're trying out all this augmented reality stuff, right? It's it's bad. Yeah, bad. yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Um, That's it, that felt very Thunderdome-ish. Um, yeah. for, for my for my fans arena, but yeah, we've got Ray and Dominic. They're good. I think this was was this no what was this Dominic's first time in front of a crowd, or was that no. the was that the live SmackDown that, that preceded this? Well, his I think his first time in front of his, his first time in front of a crowd. Was before this his first time wrestling in front of a crowd? Yeah, I don't. His first time know. in a match. I mean, I know he's turned up and like helped Ray against like Brock Lesnar and stuff like that, yeah. right? But at the Rumble, his but... first match was Seth, and I don't know if crowds were around at that point. No, I don't think they were. I think this right. is his, this is his first pay per view when he's yeah. wrestling in front of a crowd. Yes, and he does really well. He he sort of adopted Ray's style, and he does all the high flying moves, the six one nine, and. Stuff like that, and 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 the splash, and and the big where he jumps off the ropes and does the cool flip. He does that as well. And they're defending uh, their SmackDown Tag Team Championships against uh, the Usos. It was a it was a pretty solid match for pre-show. Yeah, apparently uh, Peacock have asked that they want they want bigger matches on a pre-show, which is people, why people are saying this is on a pre-show. Really? They want bigger matches to draw people in to pay that money. Oh, to pay that money, money. Yeah, dollar, um, dollar. So that dollar dollar bill. So, so, so they're having bigger sort of championship matches. I mean, yeah, but SmackDown Tag Team Champ. I suppose it, it. I mean, there's like, to be fair, out of a card, I don't really know what else could have been. Yeah, the... not really. They could have had like not. Um, who are the tag team champions? It's Natty and Tamina, isn't it? Yes. The women. They could have had the women's tag team championships or whatever. Tag what teams have always sort of been relegated yeah. by. WWE, they're not really big tag team people, are they? Never I don't think. No, but um, but anyway, in, in essence, the Usos won. They did. He used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up. Yes, it was. It was assisted though. Yes. Help. 
It was a, it was it was a, it was uh, an assist, and it's their seventh win. This was the big thing. Uh, Michael yeah. Cole was not saying this is their seventh tag team win. Oh. Um, and it's their, I think it's their fifth time with the SmackDown ones, mm. and their seventh overall uh, tag team victory. So good for them. The Usos getting back their, uh, getting back their tag team gold and bringing it to the to the bloodline. Now all we need is Naomi to come in, right? Win the SmackDown one. And, re- and reunite with Jimmy, then the bloodline has all the titles. We can do like hurt business with Naomi. Not gonna happen. Oh, I hope it happens. Not gonna happen. That's why I hoped Naomi won the briefcase. <laughs> I hope if Naomi wins the briefcase, she can cash it in on Bianca, and then oh, they've got the, the, then all the bloodline can have like the belts, like, and we can fair, do like hurt business. I I don't think I don't know if WWE have a knowledge that they're a couple. They must do. I don't know if they have. What you don't think they don't know who's who? Naomi's no, no, married no, they'll to? know, they'll know. But like in in WWE, Seth and Seth and Becky are a couple because I've mentioned it on like commentary that they're together. I oh, don't but they think... haven't referred to it in kayfabe. Is that what you yes. mean? So I don't think they'll do anything with them. I don't think oh. kayfabe has ever been an effect because obviously, like mixed match challenge would make perfect sense to pair them together. Never done it. Yeah, but yeah, but I swear they've come out before. I swear the Usos have like helped Naomi before in something. Or I don't know. I swear they've helped them before in some way. They've helped each other some before in some way. I mean, we if all it know has. it. It's obvious. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's to be real, it's why like NXT people come up. And it's like, oh, who's this person? So like, yeah, we know who they are. <laughs> we know who they are. Who's Piper Niven? Not oh, wait, no, Dewdrop. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's clearly Piper Niven, right? Anyway, from NXT UK, right? Let's go on to the um, the matches. The match that actually started this card. Now, what's funny is everyone on Twitter. Um, especially the dirt sheets were saying, oh, the men's money in the banks first, the men's money in the banks coming up first. We're like, okay. But no, it's yeah. the women's. It's yeah, the women's, women's started off. It's the women's. And I love how quickly that, that rumour spread of, oh, the men's, the men's money in the bank starting, the men's money in the bank is starting. I was like, what? It's such a big match to start the card with. No, it's the women's <laughs> one that's starting the card. It was. And, I mean, it was a decent match. Yeah. Mm, it, I think it went on a little bit too long that it needed to go on for. But, I mean... You had your moments, right? Okay, so, well, who's in the match? We understand who's in this match. Who's in? Who is in? Well, actually, right. no, let's not go over that first. Let's go over the fact that they feel like they need to explain what money in the bank is every yes. five minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I know what money in the bank is. You know what money in the bank is. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. You don't need to say it. Little children who are watching this show know what money in the bank is. No one's watching this for the first time, Michael Cole. You don't need to. You don't need to name it. You don't need to explain us with every time, right? Yeah, but for those uneducated, let's take a minute to explain what money in the bank is. <laughs> I was trying to think of a decent way to do it in like under a minute to say. So here's what I thought of, right? Okay. There's a briefcase top of the ring. You have to get the ladder, climb yep. the ladder, and grab the yep. briefcase, and then you win. Then you can cash in on any championship of your choosing on any brand at any time. You can do it tomorrow. You can do it in a few hours. You can do it in five months. Whenever you got to cash in, you got to beat the champion. You got to cash in the case, and then you become champion, and then it's all good. Cool. Nice. All good. I'm, good. I'm. I'm sure. Right. Who's in this woman's match. ladder match? Right, let me try and rattle it through through memory first, and if I miss any, I'll, I'll look. Right, so Alexa Bliss was, mm-hmm. Zelina Vega was, Nikki Cross, or Nikki A-S-H now. Nikki Ash, was. as I call her, I like to call her. Yeah, Ash is better than A-S-H. They never, why, it's not the DVR, <laughs> it's not the FBI, why are you calling her A-S-H, that, that, that isn't an initialism, that's an acronym. Yeah. You can just say the word Ash, because that's what those letters spell. But no, they, uh, they always say Nikki A-S-H, which sounds like... It's... Yeah. 
Yes, Alexa Nikki. Liv. Liv. Was. Naomi, you mentioned before. Naomi, yeah. Asuka was. Asuka, yeah. And both Natty and Tamina were there. Yeah, I I was about to say, I forgot what the women's tag team champions were doing. That's what they were doing. That's what they were doing. They weren't actually defending their belts. They were just with them and in the match. They were. They were. Which is an instant advantage because they could just help each other. Yeah, I was thinking that. But then, yeah, but, yeah, but then it's classic thing of who who gets it. Who, who gets, gets it? Yeah, I thought they were going to do that. I thought they were going to do a who gets it spot where they're both up there at the same time. They're like, oh, are you going to? Oh, is it me? Yeah. Uh, 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 kind of thing. But it's no, they like, didn't do that. No, they didn't. They were just in there to you know fill up the match, I guess. But the favourite was Liv. It was obvious. Yes. Everyone was because Liv had pined for it for weeks on SmackDown, going after Steinville, saying, oh, "I deserve a spot. I deserve to be in that match." And, yeah. and you're you're constantly trying to screw me out of it. So when Carmella was added, Nikki, uh, uh, not Nikki, sorry, Liv was um, feuding with Carmella at the time, yeah. and she felt cheated by the fact that Carmella got the spot before she had. Hmm. So when Carmella got added to the championship match, Liv came out instantly. She's like, right. I, you can't do this to me. How come she gets keeps getting all these opportunities, keeps getting all these title shots? Um, but then Sonya was instantly like, right, well, you get your shot in the money in the bank now, so you're happy yeah. to get out. Mm. And Liv was very happy, and Liv was uh, pining for it for, for weeks, and now she finally gets it. And she was the... Even though she didn't win, she was the star of this match. Come on. Yeah, I mean... I ain't gonna lie, right? I I thought I I enjoyed the match. There's only certain stuff that sticks out in the match, and that's it. Right. What like, sticks out? Well, you got okay. So you you got a bit of a start with Alexa, where everyone kind of fights each other, and she goes under the briefcase and puts her hand up. So, oh, what's what's gonna happen? And then she gets beaten up. Yeah. Um, I initially thought they were gonna do like a, a lowering of the briefcase. And then uh-huh. she's going to bring it down. Some, I heard some people say that they thought, oh, I think she's going to levitate, but nothing happens. Which well, is she now... uses the force. She tries to put, Alexa just puts her hand up yeah. and like, tries to use the force. They should have like made the briefcase rattle or something. That would have been cool. Yes. Maybe if you like, like, shake and I was like, oh, is she going to force it down to herself? But no, no, she doesn't. They just all dogpile her, like it's, what yeah, happened in the Royal Rumble. It's, it's becoming a thing now with her, but like, she always, anytime she tries to use her powers, it doesn't happen. It doesn't work now. It she gets dogpiled do by everybody, and then they yep. all just take her out, which is good because um, obviously she's the biggest threat. She's a supernatural, yeah, schoolgirl Alexa Bliss. They all just beat her up, beat her up, beat her up, and then they they chuck a ton of ladders on her, and she's out for the rest of the match. Pretty much, yeah. They I bury her under ladders and leave her. And Pat, I mean, Mc, Pat McAfee, <laughs> Pat McAfee says it's like a ladder auction out here. Everyone's selling ladders. <laughs> And that made me laugh. But no, like there was that, and there's other bits that happens. Nikki jumps from the outside, from the ladder, jumps in. Mm. That's kind of cool. Good aerial um, stuff. Naomi's great at that. Exactly. A bit unfortunate that Nikki did not didn't get a pop when she came out. Mm. I think she got like the quietest one out of all of them. Yeah. Well, well, her gimmicks kind of. We'll mention this in our sort of conclusion yeah. when we talk about what happened afterwards on Raw, but. Nikki is is she she debuted with this gimmick sort of out of nowhere and people yeah. didn't really know what to think and obviously Vince loved it because it's for the kids or whatever yes and she's been this sort of you know peppy kind of oh I'm I'm doing it for for everybody who wishes they could be a superhero but they're not and I'm a superhero and I'm Scottish kind of thing yeah. and not obviously being Scottish is relevant but I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> so 
Nikki's being put over as this big baby face all of a sudden. And it's come fairly out of nowhere. Like it has. we'll mention this again in that conclusion. But in the live in the live shows, right? They've yep. been to Pittsburgh and Louisville so mm-hmm. far. Last week on Friday and Saturday. Um, no, sorry, on Saturday and Sunday. And yep. and her pop was the smallest. Yep. People were saying she was booed in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So I honestly think that people don't know what to make of her. And if they don't know what to make of her, they're not going to like her. No, they're not. Because at least for two people else who are in the championship scene, which is Charlotte and Rhea, they know Charlotte and Rhea are bona fide megastars. So mm. they're going to cheer them because they know who they are. With Nikki, who is she really? She, sure, she's got a butterfly on her chest. She wears a cape and she flies around. She not even flies around. That's her whole thing. She doesn't. Yeah. Um, and also, right, let me just say this. In a pro before the match... Nikki, yep. Nikki mentioned being like Black Widow, right? Mm-hmm. Does she understand that Black Widow doesn't have any superpowers? Yeah, Is that the thing? Yeah, well, neither does Nikki. I know, but she's saying I want to be a superhero like Black Widow. Black Widow doesn't have any superpowers, though. Yeah, but I think that's the point. As in, like, Black Widow doesn't have any superpowers, therefore she can be like her because she doesn't need superpowers. Yeah, but I thought she was like making a comparison to a superhero with actual powers. No, it'd be like someone going, I want to be like Batman. Because Batman doesn't have powers either. No, Batman also is rich, so you can't be like Batman. Someone could. Trump could. How did we get here, Corey? Right, now <laughs> let's move on to um, the finish of the match. Yeah. And Nikki basically comes out of nowhere. They're all scrambling for the briefcase. Yes. Um, they do that, that that spot where they're trying to, they're all trying to get to it and they're all scrambling about it. I, I honestly don't know why one of them doesn't just grab it and onto it. True. Because they all do the slap. They all basically they're slap fighting for the briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> they're all slap fighting for the briefcase, and Nikki comes out of nowhere, and she's been down outside the ring. She she quick climbs up the ladder, pushes past everybody, grabs it, and wins. And the crowd, fifty fifty reaction, I'd say. I'm half and half with the finish. Lives devastated of quite quite obviously. Yeah. I'm I'm half and half. I'm fine with Nikki winning. My issue is... I'm fine with Nikki winning. I'm fine with Nikki winning. My issue comes, right, in two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, when she came out and all the ladders were... Um, all three ladders were stacked up. Yeah. I was expecting, okay, and I guess realistically... Probably couldn't happen, but I thought she was going to like do a domino thing where she pushes one ladder, which pushes the second ladder, which pushes the third ladder. Oh, it knocks everybody off. Yeah, because then she can oh. climb a ladder and she's on her own. That would have been cool. But, I, yeah, I was sort of expecting that as well. Part of me is like, one, you'd notice someone climbing the ladder, but in part of me is like, it's more of a realistic thing of she just kind of slips, like slips through the cracks and just grabs it straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So part of me kind of likes it. Sure. But then part of me is like, I don't know, it's. It felt like it was almost like too soon, but I think it's because whenever you have a money in the bank match, something big happens and then the person wins it. I thought she was cashing in on the night, to be very honest with you. Uh, I think everyone else did. We had this conversation beforehand with you, but you were like, if the, if the women's money in the bank's first or happens before the Rhea Charlotte match, you're going to be worried. Yeah, because <laughs> I was saying I was saying before we started uh, recording that if the even before money in the bank actually happened, before the day, I said if, if the women's matches first then they're going to cash in on the night but that didn't happen but it actually happened arguably in a better, in a better scenario than I would have hoped yeah 
but we'll get onto that later. Now, now we have the Raw Tag Team Championships, which is uh, AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, and Omos, who is the big man, um, yes. against the Viking Raiders, which is Eric and Ivar. Also, I bloody like the Viking Raiders. I think they're cool. They're just two big men, big beards, tattoos, helmets. They look, they look tough. They look rough. They look strong guys. I like them. I I like them. I I, I the problem is with them is that it has not been like their feud with the Street Profits, and I love the Street Profits as well. Wasn't great, and that's kind of that's like their last feud after. This. I don't think we've seen enough of them. That's my problem. Yeah, it's like they're versing AJ and Omos. Granted, Omos. It's a similar thing of he's big, but we don't really know what he can do. No, but yeah, but he's anything. big. Exactly, but it's like you don't understand. You don't understand, Corey. He's big. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I can see that. I have. You know, it's... <laughs> yeah, but that's his whole thing. <laughs> that's his whole thing. He's big, and that's it. <laughs> Corey Graves is like, look at the side of all my teeth. You, yeah, and what else is yeah. he? Does he like to bake waffles on the weekends? Does he like to take long walks in the in the park on the beach? Does he like to does he like to pet puppies on a Sunday? He's massive. <laughs> Look at it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I know he's big. But do you know, Corey? Do you know Omos is big? <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't have guessed. I thought he was four foot eleven. Yeah, no, no. Anyway, um it was a pretty brief match, which is fair enough. Um it's Omos does his big man spots where he's like pushing, pushing him around, shoving him around. Um, he's 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 breaking up pins, pin attempts. AJ's doing good. I I think AJ's always a solid worker, isn't he? I mean, of course, yeah, of course he is. It's, it's, it's he always has been, to be fair. Yeah, AJ AJ always always pulls out the bag with with everything, and it's it's still the same here. Um. I, I, I'm still not sure how, what I think of the pairing of AJ Styles and, and Omos, but well, I can I can uh, rest easy on that one. I don't mind about it. I'm indifferent. So, but I like Styles as well. I do like Styles. Yeah. Um, Styles gets hit by um, the the Viking experience, which is the double team maneuver from Eric. It is. Mm. Um. And he he delivers that big two handed choke slam on on the Raiders. He does, and then he wins. You get they get they retain. We do. <laughs> so which is good. But this was the match that would have that would have replaced the the I Quit match because initially this was slated to happen on Raw in two weeks yeah. uh, before the pay per view, but instead it got it got pushed got pushed forward I think or got pushed backward to the actual pay per view itself. So I mean it's. Obviously, they had to put something. That's to be fair. They didn't have yeah. to put something in its place, but it's nice to put something in its place. It's, it was yeah. fair. It was, a, it was a decent match. Should we rate these first two matches? Uh, we can give it a shot. Okay, I think the women's money in the bank match. Yep. I'll give four point five. I was, I was going to go around a five five point five mark. Four point five. I'm going to give it. Okay. Because I th- I wish Liv had won, and if Liv had won, maybe I would have given it a high rating. True, I'm, but again, I'm not unhappy with the fact that Nikki's won. I'm, so. I'm just hoping it's like a like a Kofi thing where Liv keeps getting chances, doesn't get it, and eventually kind of gets it in the end. Yeah, yeah. And for the Raw Tag Team Championships, I'm gonna give a five yeah, middle of the road. I don't. I'm well. indifferent. 
iron differently. Yeah. Pre-show, do you want to try and go back and give that a... <laughs> uh, again, it I'd... was all right. It's... I'd give it a seven. It was pretty good. I'll, 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 give, purely... I'll give it a six. Yeah, purely because I, I, I like Rey Mysterio. Fairs. I'm a big fan of Rey Mysterio. I think I'm... Um... He's, he's just one of those guys, one of those veterans who still keeps pulling out the bag, even today. Yeah. And it's obviously he doesn't want to stop. He's obviously wants to keep going, so good for him. Um, even though he probably could be retired with his, with his feet up by now. No, he's still doing it. Yeah, exactly. Right, now we have your man, the big man. Big man Bobby Ashley. Mm. Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bob the Builder. Yep. He's coming out with his manager MVP, who's looking slick as ever, in his suit, in his... Looking cool. He's the mob boss. He's the big man. He's coming out and they're defending the... Uh, what are they defending? They're defending the WWE Championship and nearly said Universal as Roman Reigns. <laughs> okay, and who are they against? Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston of the New Day. Yes. Um, um, now, this is actually... The build for this has been spot on perfect. It's been... It's been... It's been chef's kiss. Because every time Kofi is like, Kofi Mania is going to start again, yeah. Bobby Lashley, and you better be ready. Because when I take that championship off of you, I'm going to be the greatest champion ever. He lays out MVP um, uh, a week on Raw when Bobby isn't there. And then the next week, they have a tag match where MVP actually competes against... against um, the New Day with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. And they win, they win that as well. It's like, oh, things are really building up. People are like, oh, Kofi might win this. And that's what I like. I like the fact that you know it's not... You, you think you know what it's going to be, but it could also go the other complete opposite way. I mean, it could. My only issue with this is, in, in my head, right, in my head, I, I had it pretty straightforward that Bobby's going to win. The only thing that would have thrown a spanner in the works... Is if the men's money in the bank went on first, right? Then it would have gone okay. Something else might happen here. Obviously, it didn't. yeah. But but <laughs> I think predictably, I think deep down everybody saw this coming. I think this is as far as the match matches on the card probably the most predictable match on there. Bobby Lashley comes out and just wipes the floor with Kofi. Yeah. Just completely, complete domination from the dominator Bobby Lashley. He just oh, puts him into, puts him into everything, puts him down, puts him up, makes him happy. Everything. Mm. It just throws him around the, throws him around the ring like a like a bag of sugar, like a sack of potatoes. And honestly, that's that's what I wanted to see. It was sure, sure. At the start, Kofi was fresh, yeah. and Kofi got the double stomp, and Kofi got all the flashy moves. But then Bobby Lashley just mm, cut him off. And just boom, 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 bam, 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 and then he won. So exactly, it's it's it, it it was what it needed to be. Yeah, you know, Bobby's just thrown away MVP's MVP's set. He's thrown away his yeah. couches, his sofa. He's telling MVP that he He's, needs to get back. He said the word bullshit exactly. on on Raw. He's told MVP he needs to get back to being what he was before. So he, obviously, he had to then go and beat the crap out of Kofi to prove that point. <laughs> Yeah, he threw away all the finery and said, "I don't care about no no pimps and no pimps and grottos yeah. and girls anymore. I'm going back to being the beast. I'm going back to being the destroyer." And he did. He destroyed Kofi Kingston, got him in the hurt lock, and uh, they took took him down, took him out. Yeah. And up until now, the pay per view had been quite slow. Yes. Like there hadn't been much. Crowd reaction. I don't say there hadn't been much. There hadn't been much um, much excitement going on. Oh, Nikki won. Oh, do, do, yeah, the title retained. Oh, blah, whatever. Yeah. 
I saw more reaction in the pre-show than any of these three first three matches. True, that's a good point. Right to rate to rate Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston, give it a real rating. Mm-hmm. Um, you go first. I mean, right, it's better than the first two matches on the card. Yeah, yeah. Do I prefer Ray and Dominic though. <laughs> oh, I all right. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll give it a six. It 6. didn't. It didn't. 5. Right. It didn't break my expectations. Yeah. But it also didn't didn't underwhelm me. Yeah. Like I, I knew I I thought what was coming and what was coming happened. So. That's that's fine. Now this is the ma- This is the match. Are you happy with me taking this you one? Take this one. This is the match that turned everybody around. This is the match that represented the change in the pace of the pay per view. This is the match that went from. Zero miles an hour to a thousand miles an hour, and this was Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, I think long-time listeners of this show, especially to our wrestling content, will realise that I'm effectively a massive fan of Rhea Ripley. I adore her. You are. I think she is just the future of women's wrestling in every single aspect, and probably, and I say this without any hyperbole whatsoever. One of the best women's wrestlers in in the world right now. One of the best workers. She's got facial expressions. She's got body language. The way she moves around the ring and sticks her tongue out and does that thing with her nose. Um, she hype get that gets the crowd hyped up and she sells really well. She sells like everything is death and I love that. She just flips her legs up in the air and, and takes that massive back bump. It was, it was a, a masterclass to watch. Absolutely beautiful. I I love Rhea so much. But right, let's actually go over. Let's actually go over the match, right? Because it was fairly well contested. Yes. And it was fairly even. Mm. Because they've... Sure, the build hasn't been the best. I'll admit... I'll be the first to admit that. That the build hasn't been the best. It's not. They do the thing where they taunt each other on crutches one week. They do this thing where Charlotte keeps turning up from behind and attacking Rhea from behind after she keeps getting victories. Um, But this was the culmination of it. And the crowd went from chanting, We want Becky, Mm. to chanting, This is awesome. Uh And... That's the best. That's the sign of two workers, not women, not women's wrestlers. Two workers who are doing the best they possibly can and are pulling out all the stops and bringing the crowd back on side. Right? Yeah. And yes, I don't like the outcome. We'll get to that in a minute. But the match itself was. It was. I'd give it ten out of ten. But I'm not. Right? Yeah. But the match itself, the working, the counters. The, the actual technical ability was masterful, was beautiful, okay? So what happened exactly? Um, Rhea keeps trying to set up the Riptide. Flair, uh, Charlotte Flair counters it into a, a huge DDT. Mm-hmm. There's a near fall. Um, and Flair does this sort of middle rope, top rope, natural selection, her sort of back flippy thing. And um, that's another near fall. Rhea keeps kicking out. She keeps hitting her with suplexes, like uh, Northern Lights suplex, German suplexes. Massive, huge hits. Charlotte sort of sandbags Rhea's vertical. Did you see that? Yeah. I don't know what that was. I don't know whether Charlotte couldn't get herself up all the way or whether she just decided to completely <laughs> potato it. But Rhea, asked, but, but Rhea legitimately got her up. She got her up. I was like, my God, you're fucking strong, aren't you? But she... Um, she got her up absolutely, and I was like, "My God, what a what a woman!" Anyway, um, they're they're for, they're fighting on the outside, and I'm I'm trying to quickly run this up now. They're fighting on the outside, and 
Charlotte Flair bashes Rhea's head into the um, the post and then sticks her leg between the uh, ring steps and the side, which which I don't know why taking the top off the announce table at Hell in a Cell <laughs> yeah. is a disqualification, and yet Charlotte putting Rhea's leg into the steps and then repeatedly kicking it is not a disqualification. Don't, don't question it. Don't. I'm questioning it. <laughs> I am questioning it. This is me officially questioning it. <laughs> Why is that not a disqualification? When Rhea taking the top off the announce table was a disqualification last time. It's rigged, I tell you, rigged. <laughs> yeah, that's me saying professional wrestling is rigged. Yep. But but she does that, keeps kicking it in. Rhea's selling it like an absolute beauty. Yeah. She's she's just a pain on her face. She's screaming. It's it's. It, I honestly sometimes I can't tell whether she's it or not, and that's and that's absolutely that's a mark of great selling. It's. A mark of great selling is when you're convinced that that they are injured or you're convinced like, oh my God, that looked so devastating. It's That's what is a mark of great selling. And selling is a real lost art. Some people cannot sell, but Rhea definitely can. And for 24, she's 24 years old. Imagine what she's going to be like when she's 30, when she's, when she's 25. It's, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm in shock and awe, but... Right, okay. She hits her leg on the on the steps and throws her back in the ring, and and Rhea's all crying over her leg, and they're like, "Oh, they must have must have broke her ankle or whatever." And then it's like WrestleMania 36 all over again, effectively. Yeah. Um, she puts her in the figure eight, and Rhea's really she's selling it beautifully. I know she lost, yes, she did. She had to submit, but that's that's water under the bridge at this point. I've gone past the point of being mad, and now I'm just kind of accepting that. Accepting that they're going to try and force Charlotte into this 70 in breaking Rick's record. Yeah. Even though they keep saying um, that she's an 11 or 13 time champion when really she's a 14 time champion. Hmm. Because they keep saying, oh, she's 11 time, but no, she's not. She won NXT twice and she also won the tag belts. Yeah, but it's... But for some reason, Vince doesn't recognise NXT or tag N- team wrestling. NXT is a, a diff- different brand. No, it's not. <laughs> It, because of, it is because of the two years Survivor Series. It is if you're WWE. Ugh. But it, it is when it's convenient. But don't know who you are if you come up. Karen Cross is that. Is what they mean. Is what they mean. They mean it when it's convenient. It means something to them when it's convenient to mean something to them. Karen Cross is NXT champion. That never gets mentioned. He's still champion. <laughs> he comes out with a belt and we don't mention it. <laughs> but, but regardless, we have. Um, Rhea gives it up, and she's selling really well, and Charlotte gets uh, gets the belt, and it's all, oh, I'm the champion, I'm the 13-time champion, da-da-da-da-da. Mm. But to be honest, Charlotte wasn't who I was watching in this match. Yeah, sure, the crowd was... They had the, those shots of that little kid crying or whatever, because Charlotte got a near fall. I was laughing. I was like, yeah, suck shit, kid. Because because I did believe that... What I thought was going to happen was, Rhea was going to win... Yeah. And then Nikki was going to come out and Money in the Banker, yeah. which didn't happen. So Nikki ended up actually Money in the Banking Charlotte the week after. Well, not even that, like two days later. No, no, a day later. Oh, yeah, because Sunday, isn't it? Yes. It was Sunday, yeah, and it happened on Monday. Because what they're going to do is, to, to get Charlotte these rates, they're going to give her loads of one-day reigns, yeah. is what I imagine. Probably. They're just going to give Charlotte loads of, like, 26-hour reigns <laughs> and then just have someone else win it. I mean, Nikki has to lose it to someone. What, Charlotte? Charlotte gets it back and then has another day yeah. and then, like, loses it to, to Rhea or something? Yeah. 
just so they can just so they can force it effectively. They're going to do it via forcing it um, with all these meaningless one-day reigns that don't matter. You might as well not count it, you know. But yeah, sure. I'm 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 very I'm frustrated that Rhea lost. Of course I am, but I'm willing to accept that it was a damn good match. And they both fought. They both fought with their heart and their soul. Mm. And a piece of metal isn't going to determine whether I love someone or not. You know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A piece of metal isn't going to determine whether I whether I like somebody or not. So pff, I don't mind. I don't care. Rhea's still a, 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 my favorite wrestler. So it affects me little whether whether she's winning championships or losing them. So. Anyway, what would you rate this? Hmm. I'll let you go first because my rating will be high. I'll tell you, probably the highest on the card. I would. I. I. I would give it. Uh... What's my my highest so far has been a six point five. My highest been a seven. I think. I think my highest was a six point five. Or do I go uh, seven? I'll go seven. I'm gonna go nine. Okay. It would have gotten ten, but Rhea lost, and that's the only reason why. If you would have retained, then I would have got ten. But I don't. Again, I don't. It doesn't matter. No matter what, I'm still very proud of her. Hmm. And belt or not, she fought with all heart and soul, and that's what that what that's what makes a great champion to me. Because yeah. You know, a piece as I said, as I said, a piece of metal isn't going to decide whether I like somebody or not. You know, since 2017, NXT UK. So, yeah, she's been with me, and that's you'll get no argument from me on that. To be honest, I'm much more. I think I'm much more character focused than title focused. You know, can a title make somebody? Absolutely, but but with people, I do put Rhea in this category. The belt doesn't even come close to defining her mm. and who she is. So, she's a rare, very rare talent since she first joined NXT UK. So, I'm still sticking with her, and I think she did badass as always. So. Right now, moving on to uh, the men's uh, money in the bank. I've talked for a while, so I'll let you run down this one. Right. Okay. So here we go again. I'm trying to remember everyone who's in it. <laughs> so you got... Okay. Well, I've got the list. Right. You got Drew. Yes, Drew's there. Got Riddle. Uh huh. Biggie. Yep. You've got. Who else is in it? <laughs> Shinsuke. Yep. Because uh, Buchan Harkin was with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Owens is in it. Yep. Is there seven or eight? Two more. Two more people. Two more. No, three more. Sorry. What happened in the match? Was trying to think who's like a, who's like a main. Because I know Drew's in it because he's feeding with or was feeding with Bobby. And trying to think who's having like fuse for the belt. Because my problem with this match is there's like two people who could have won it, and that's it. Right. Do you want me to name somebody for you? Who are the others? John Morrison's there. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Seth Rollins is there. Yeah, I forgot about Seth as well. And Ricochet's there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, to be fair, Seth and John, fair enough. I completely forgot Ricochet was in it because he's been doing nothing. Okay. Well, he's been feuding with John Morrison and Miz on Raw. That's not much, is it? <laughs> oh, well, sure. Right, okay, I'll let you run down the match then. What, what, what have we got? I mean, first off... Right, one of the things I remember, which I should have got John Morrison and Seth Rollins for this, um, we've talked about this before. We had we had a brief 
there was a brief interaction where they acknowledged the fact that both of them like drip and they both use the word drip and they shouted mm-hmm. at each other saying that Seth Rollins is the king of drip and that no, John Morrison <laughs> is in fact the king of drip and I found that quite funny because they both for some, they did. For some reason <laughs> because that was sort of our headcanon yeah. wasn't it for some, that they'd have a, a drip match yes battle of a drip and they actually did they actually did a slight battle of the drip here for some reason they both decided to use the word <laughs> yeah they did so they had a drip ma- um, drip battle which was good which was cool it was because then it was i think riddle jumps out hits morrison and then ricochet jumps out and hits seth or it's the other way around it's one of the two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um to be fair pretty good match i quite enjoyed it yeah um but my, my main issue with this card, not the card, so the match, is that literally, like I said, there's only like a possibility of two people who could win it, and then that's really it. All right, who are those two, those two people were? If if I had to go down the list, right, obviously Ricochet is probably not. Morrison won't, because Miz had it last year. Um, Kevin Owens probably won't, because he'll go for Roman if he does, and we've kind of already had that anyway. It was either Drew... Because Drew could technically then go face Bobby again, but yeah, I don't... With, that's an that's an out of his you know you can't challenge yes. for the championship anymore clause. But I don't think many people would have wanted that. Uh, no, well actually, because the people's the people's champion Jinder Mahal <laughs> came out midway through, when just when McIntyre was about to. True. McIntyre was about to grab the grab the briefcase. Jinder Mahal, the former WWE champion, Jinder Mahal, yeah, came out, laid him out with a steel chair, but then got his two like henchmen, got his two goons to to carry him out. Yeah, I mean, so that was that was actually pretty cool to say because everyone was like, "Oh, if McIntyre wins, he's just gonna go and it's just a way out." Everyone's just gonna, you know, they already brought in that non you can't compete for the championship anymore thing just so he could win money in the bank and blah, 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 blah. but no, that was actually quite a smart play on their part. Yeah, I mean, obviously uh, that's going to be setting up a match at like, you know, SummerSlam or something, isn't it? That's what everyone wants, isn't it? Yeah. Ginger, Ginger Drew SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, what everyone wants. But no, it was either, it's either Drew or it's bigger you want it. Punjabi prison match. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah, McIntyre's carried off by Ginger's, Ginger's goons yeah. and continuing their sort of rivalry that's begun on Raw mm. and... Now we have um, Ricochet and Riddle. They're fighting each other on top. And uh, Owens is there. They do like a RKO kind of stunner combination. They do. Take him out. And Owens is coming up the ladder. But then Rollins pulls him off. And he does like a, pa- a power- powerbomb through the ladder. And that was a cool spot. I always like when always like they do a ladder- cool ladder spot. Um, but then that gave the chance... For Big E to come back. Big E gets in there, just a big ending on, on Rollins, takes him off the ladder, gets up there and gets the briefcase. Yes. And part of me, even though I preferred the men's money in the bank match. Yeah, I deserve part of me really wishes this went on before before the Do the, the you really? Won. Because if because right, Nick, Nikki winning, right? I when Nikki won, I thought okay, she's not going to cash in the same day. I thought to be fair, they were going to have it be for a while, when it was Nikki, not literally the day after. Yeah. But 
if Big E won straight away, everyone's going to go, oh, Kofi's facing Lashley. Is he going to get... Obviously, he didn't get involved and he wouldn't do anyway, but it, it just puts something else in your head that could happen and it, it would have added a little bit more interest. Saying that, good way to, you know, nice happy ending of the person everyone wanted to get the briefcase has the briefcase and is now... Yeah, big, that way, Big E could like, avenge the New Day yeah. by going after Lashley. And hopefully, which he should do, win the belt. Yeah, leaving Xavier yeah. Woods the only one to not be a champion. No, not be WWE champion. No. Currently, maybe he turns heel. He won't, but. No. Oh. Um. But yeah, I, I thought it was a solid match. Everyone in that match is a good worker in some way or shape or form. Yeah. And Big E definitely the one that deserved it. I think there was even a "You deserve it" chant. It wouldn't surprise me. I think there was uh, when I rewatched it. I think there was a you deserve it chant. So um, then we have our, then we bring on to our main event, right? Yeah. And you did such a good job of recapping the main event of WrestleMania uh, thirty-seven that I'll let you recap this main event. Ah. Okay. So Edge and Roman are back. <laughs> mhm. <laughs> Which, I mean, to be fair, Edge had been gone for a while. Edge comes back. It's Edge. He's whacking high up the card. He's facing Roman again. Helping out Dominic and Dominic and Ray. Backing him up. When SmackDown came back, fans, Edge was helping him out. Cool. Everyone was a bit of Edge, right? And again, first off, Roman Reigns. Similar thing. He's got the bloodline. They've all got the belts. Cool, cool, cool. Roman's like, yes, I. he knows what he's doing. He's, he's in charge. He's in... Um, he's in, but he, he mentions before that there's like one, there's one time he's been he's been scared of Edge. And that's when Edge had the pipe, in between his mouth. Yeah, when Edge was doing his submission on him, which is very close to Sheamus' submission, but I'm just gonna ignore that. All right, okay, okay. Um, well, well, Roman, Roman is like the tribal chief. Yeah. And Edge was saying, "I've made you scared, tribal chief. You're scared of me because you know that I've got the capacity to win this belt or something like that." Yeah. And it's like. So that's what I say. Edge is like always. Oh, he's got in his head. He's got in his head. Mm. He's back to how he was before we left the company, and and this is it. So that's. And then uh, to be fair. Out of kayfabe with this match. I think most people, similar with Bobby, knew Roman was going to win. Yeah. There was always that small chance because it's like, oh well, the crowds are back. Maybe Edge will win and be a massive pop. But. Again. Considering that Edge hasn't had many matches back, and before that wasn't in the ring for however many years, it mm-hmm. was pretty good match. Yeah, fairly good. Match. Very good. I mean, I liked it. <laughs> Very good match. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. So we have um. So if I can sort of run through the match for a second, yep. there was a lot of there was, there was a bit of uh, interference. The Usos come out, Bitter. and try to interfere, but they're stopped by Rain, Dominic Mysterio coming back. Yeah, like straight away. Um, and then Seth Rollins comes back. Yeah, because because he's mad at Edge. Well, yeah, because Seth, Seth thinks he's next in line. He wants the championship match. Yeah, and Seth thinks it should be him, and he didn't get it. So he's just gonna kick Edge in the head. Yeah, he comes out and comes out and gets the curb stomp. 
Um, as long as not good, something gets the super kick or whatever. I think it's and... technically called. I could be wrong. I believe in the WWE games, it's called like for Alakazam or something. What? Whatever. It's got some and, weird name. Um, I swear. They they do that sort of spear each other spot. Yes, they do. Which is awesome. I always love. I love that at WrestleMania 37. I love it here. Yeah. Um. And then there's there's like a slight distraction because Rollins comes back in the ring. And like Edge knocks him off the apron, Edge turns around, boom, into another devastating spear by the tribal chief yeah. at the table, and he gets the cover, and then he wins. Yeah. Uh, wins against Edge, and there was a decent, there was a decent pop, there was a decent cheer for, for, for um, Roman Reigns. I mean, I think like Jonah Thunderdome, obviously WWE could pipe in whatever crowd they wanted. They could cheer for whoever mm. they wanted, they could boo for whoever they wanted. Um, I did a Thunderdome event. And they told you, like, we want you to cheer or we want you to boo, whatever's happening. Um, and I feel like now that now they're not piping in crowd noise, it's sometimes different from what they expected. Like, yes. Roman was getting well, cheered, and he came out and he was getting cheered, because everyone loves the Tribal Chief. Everyone does love the Tribal Chief, and we love the Tribal Chief. Exactly. We acknowledge the Tribal Chief. LC, he'll, he'll bust through this door, yeah. and he'll give me a spear. <laughs> so, but let's talk about the post-match, yes. shall we? So, Roman gets on the mic, and he's putting a promo. He's, Paul, Paul Heyman is there. He is. Um, he's holding the belt, and he's like, mm. oh, wait, no, is Roman, is Reigns holding the belt? Can't... Someone's holding the Someone's belt, belt, but Paul Heyman is there, and um, he's special counsel to, to Roman Reigns. Um, and Roman's like, he does the voice, let me, let me do it. He goes, acknowledge me. Acknowledge me, I'm Roman Reigns. I'm the tribal chief. Acknowledge me. In the, in, in, in the mic, right? You're going into Batman territory when you do that. <laughs> Acknowledge me. <laughs> I don't have the voice for it at the minute. Um, but then, the music starts. You know, duh, 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 and the crowd, and the crowd, the crowd roars. And then you get the do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. And I'm doing the hand. You can't, you can't see it. Um, no, I can't. Because you can't, can't. You can't, can't see, see him. him right. You can't. You can't see him. Michael Cole loses his voice. He does. He goes, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Cena! John Cena's here!" Right? And then Pat McAfee goes, "Where?" Because <laughs> you can't see him. No, he's not there. Bro. That's right. John Cena's back. Uh, since WrestleMania 36 in in early 2020, yes. it's been a year. He's gone away. He's made Suicide Squad. He's made Fast and Furious Nine. He has. He's back in wrestling. Um, he comes out. The crowd gives a monster pop. The biggest pop I've ever heard for some time, uh, for at least probably for a year. Oh yeah. The biggest pop I've heard for a year. Fair, Cena right. comes out. He's wearing the gear. He like does the point to the camera. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's he's doing the hand. He's doing the hand dance. He's doing it over and over again. Yeah. And. He throws his T-shirt out to the crowd. He does the signal to the camera, like, let's run down to the ring. He just to run down to the ring. He slides in. Big hand from the crowd. Uh, everybody's loving it. Um, he goes up to Roman Reigns, and he's like, oh, he's doing the dance in front of him. And Roman's got this face. He's got this facial expression where he's like, what? what's going on? Okay. Yeah. He just, it's, it was perfect. That moment was... It was. was wow, that moment was 10 out of 10, because the music dimmed. The crowd rose... The crowd rose up and Roman did that slow turn over his shoulder and Paul Heyman just looked shocked. He's got that shocked face on him. 
that meme shock face. The the best part of the whole thing is that literally Cena says nothing. It just goes. Yeah, Cena doesn't say it, a thing. You just need to say anything. Just fades off. That's it. We're off the air. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Done. He doesn't need to say anything. He comes out, he's just John Cena. Yeah. And that's all he has to be. Yeah, which, he- you know, is, is at time of recording essentially confirmed. I don't know if it's officially been confirmed, but it's essentially going to be a SummerSlam match. Um, I don't think it's confirmed yet. Well, well, okay, okay. Well, let's get into... First off, let's rate that match, then we'll talk about some of what happened on the next weeks uh, after Money in the Bank. I'm going to give that match a... 8 out of 10. Wow, I, I thought that'd at least be a 9. I was going to go 7.5, but for an 8 out of 10. Come on, Cena comes back. You've got to give it an 8.5. Okay, uh, come if, on, 8. If, 5. if we're including Cena coming back... Yes. Then, then I'll go nine out of ten. No. Okay. Cool. If, if, I'll, I'll take if, that. If I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it. Yeah. If you're just taking the match, it's an eight out of ten. But if you're including Cena, nine out of ten. Right. I'll give it a nine as okay. well. I'll give it a firm nine as well. Okay. That's fine. So, but now let's talk about what happened in the weeks preceding, right? Because I know you don't watch weekly. You don't watch weekly. I don't watch weekly. I try and keep up with it, but I don't watch it. Okay. I watch. I do watch weekly. So I will. Um. I subject myself to it. Yeah, I don't. Good of Twitter, I, but I get a nice night's sleep. Yeah, don't don't gloat, Corey. <laughs> don't boast. Not all of us can have that luxury. Some of us must be committed to 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 weekly hours of wrestling. I'm not even joking. It's it's Raw on Monday, NXT on Tuesday, uh, AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, nothing on Thursday actually. I could watch Impact, but I don't. Um, and then SmackDown on Friday. And that's it. Yeah. My entire week is taken up by daily fixes of pro wrestling. I I eat, sleep, shit, and breathe pro wrestling, mate, you know? Like, yes. you wouldn't believe. So, let's talk about what happened on the weeks after. Yeah. Um, following the victory over Kofi Kingston, um, Bobby Lashley accepts and ha- uh, holds an open challenge. And we get a Keith Lee return. We do. So, I'm a big fan of Keith Lee. We like Keith Lee. Do you like Keith Lee? I, you better. I, I, I do like Keith Lee. He's been away for a bit, but you know. He has. He's taken his time away, and now he's finally back. He's on Raw again. Um, he's been out. I think he's been out with an injury or something like that since February. Or yeah, something along those lines. I think so. Or he's taken some time for himself. Whatever. I'm, I'm glad he's back. Um, but he loses his open. He loses the open challenge. He does. But I'm glad that Keith Lee. It's a return for Keith Lee. So that's that's better than him. That's better than him losing. I think. Yes. Um, and then we get the big meanie man of all, the meatiest man, <laughs> Bill Goldberg. Goldberg's here. Goldberg's back again, because uh, every time they need that, oh, every time that they need a big man to fight another big man, who do they wheel out? Goldberg. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard that he has it in his contract. But he has to do two matches a year, so. Oh well, he's already done one. Yeah. So here, so here comes Goldberg so this coming out. This could be him done for the year. Yeah, him done for the year. He can take the rest it's of the year next off. Next WrestleMania. Bill. So Bill gets in the ring, and Bill is like, "I'm going to take you down, Lashley." Yeah. And Lashley goes, "No," because the next week he said no. Yes. But we know we're going to get it anyway. We are. We are. Because Goldberg's going to know attack Bobby Lashley or attack MVP or someone, and Lashley's going to be too mad probably to refuse MVP, again. Probably MVP. Yeah, everyone's beating up on MVP. Stop the MVP abuse. MVP's injured. He can't. He can't do anything. He can't defend himself. I know he can't. <laughs> Kofi Kingston's attacking him. Everybody's attacking him. 
Right. Now on the raw on the on the raw the following week, the Monday after, yeah. um Charlotte Charlotte holds this Queen coronation thing and, and boring, boring, boring. Rhea comes out. Oh wow, the golden goddess, the Amazon herself. Rhea comes out and she is and she challenges her to a rematch. Yeah. Which is granted by Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville. Um also Adam Pierce has sort of got a new catchphrase now. He starts saying like this is official. Nice. Or I've made it official or whatever. That's his that's his catchphrase. Fair enough. He started it on Twitter, but he started like saying it in real life now. That's that's gonna be so a, good for him. Gonna be a t shirt. Yeah. Make it official. <laughs> Adam Pierce, yeah. That's a t shirt. So put it put that on a t shirt. Um we have um uh, F- Flair versus Rhea Ripley, the rematch is for that night for main event, okay? Yeah. Of that night on Raw. Mm-hmm. And I'll just run it down quickly. Very solid match again. Um, wonderful match. These two are beautiful workers, as I've said. Uh, very, really stellar match. Goes on for quite a while, um, but every second of it is just nice. It's absolute chef's kiss. I've done that like three times now. You have. Um, so we have. Um, it's the finish that people want, right? It's the finish. Um, it's very solid match. Both are great technical workers. Uh, they do, they sort of repeat some of the same spots from Money in the Bank, uh, but like twist it slightly. Um, and then afterwards, we get Flair like running away with the belt. She tries to get herself counted out, but then Rhea chases after her. Charlotte turns around and, and wham slams Rhea with the belt. Rhea goes down, um, and then Rhea wins the match by DQ, but Charlotte retains. Yeah, and then Rhea absolutely snaps. She, she murders Charlotte Flair outside the ring, runs her into the barricade, runs her into the post again, um, hits her with the riptide on, on, the, uh, on the outside, completely demolishes her, chucks her back in the ring. Who turns up but Nikki Ash, uh, Nikki A.S.H. On the, night bef- on the night after Money in the Bank, she bolts down. Rhea's just there kind of smiling to herself, knowing she's fucked over Charlotte, <laughs> knowing she screwed Charlotte big time. Um, Nikki climbs to the top of the... Uh, cashes in a contract and climbs to the top of the uh, turnbuckle. She waits for Charlotte to stand up. When she does, hits her with a crossbody and wins. Yes. Um, and the week after, uh, Nikki versus Rhea versus Charlotte is set for SummerSlam. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. It will be a thing. I'm pretty much expecting Becky to make it a four-way at this point. <sighs> the thing is, Are you? if Becky makes it a four-way, then Becky's winning. Probably. Yeah. Unless, unless like Becky doesn't win because of like Charlotte or something, and then they kind of do their own thing for a bit again, possibly. Or yeah. uh, it's it's that, or it's a triple threat, and then Charlotte and Rhea mm-hmm. kind of fight each other, and then at some point Nikki gets a win in because they're too focused on it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But and that's gonna be it's gonna be all right, I guess. It, it, but we have a new we have a new Raw Women's Champion. We and that's Nikki ASH. It is. As I mentioned, as I mentioned before, we started recording. We know, or did I mention when we were recording? Yeah, you did. Uh, you me- we mentioned it when we were on the women's men and bank ladder match. Yes, the live shows is starting to prove that Nikki Ash is not as over no. as as first agreed by the. Um... No, and the, the the problem is, it's live shows, right? They're house shows. That's where the crowd is normally more energetic because the wrestlers can do essentially whatever they want. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're more like they're, they're more freedom. Exactly. So yeah, and people and people aren't really that hot on Nikki, which is something that I've picked up on. No, um, it, it, it's it's because of the gimmick. If she was like 
Nikki is in like what she was before with the whole Let's Abyss thing or Sanity. I have a quote here. Can I give you a quote? Give us a quote. This is from the Wrestling Observer. Okay. Can I give you a quote? Yep. <clears throat> the notable thing, both nights, worse in Pittsburgh than Louisville, but it was there both nights, is that Nikki Cross superhero gimmick that everybody loves and everything, it's not working for the house show crowd. Full stop. Yep. They don't take her seriously. She was actually booed in Pittsburgh. Not heavily booed, but booed. Louisville, I didn't hear her being booed, but I heard she came out and got a nice reaction, but then once the match started, people didn't want to see her. Full stop. They just see, and to no surprise, they see Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair as big stars, and Nikki is an intruder in the match. Full stop. And also, since she's the champion, she ends up winning. She has to win. Full stop. But that was the one notable thing from everyone I heard both nights, was that Nikki Cross thing is not working. You wouldn't know that from TV. So there's that. Full stop. Do you know what? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's two issues. It's one, it's for gimmick change. It's too quick. She's got the belt. It's also... There's, like... She, she can wrestle, but there's, like, there's nothing mm-hmm. to, like... There's no, like, catchphrase. There's no... There's, like, nothing. There's, like... There's nothing, there's nothing at all. Right, when you think Charlotte Flair, right, you're thinking Woo. Yes. You're thinking um, The Queen. Yeah. You're thinking... Uh, what else does she say? <laughs> well, you thinking she says like fair to flare or whatever? Yeah, but it's like especially at a house show. Like when I, when I when I've been to a house show, right? The loudest I heard a crowd at a live show was Rusev, because everyone's chanting yeah. Rusev Day. Rusev Day is over. <laughs> yeah, when you think right, Rhea, you think uh, this is my brutality. Yes. Um, and it's like there's there's nothing the crowd can do. Like Fandango, everyone does the hand thing. It's like yeah, there's, she, there's like, Rhea does that thing where she sticks her arms up and does like the devil horns. Yeah. So I'm doing it now. You can't see it. So it's like um, it's like Nikki's good and she can wrestle, but there's nothing for the crowd to like. There's nothing in the gimmick, despite the fact that she is all gimmick. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like it's like okay, like the hurricane. He was a superhero, but people could do stuff with the hurricane. They could chant with the hurricane. He had his own stuff. With Nikki, there's nothing you can really do. Yeah, seen as like you know for the kid. I'm sounding really old when I say for the kids. But he's for the kids. He's got the hand thing. He's got the like the okay thing he does. He's got the what? He's, he's got stuff. The hustle, loyalty, respect. Yes, exactly. Never give up. Yes. The Cena Nation. Yeah, he's got. He's got catchphrases. He's got all of it. Like she, he's got she's, everything. All the wazoo. Everyone has. That's the problem with Nikki. Yeah. Nikki Ash, as I'm going to call her for ease of convenience. <laughs> um, Rhea and Charlotte are both mega stars, but it's the issue with Nikki that, that there's nothing really there that I can see that's notable. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so, to move on to that same night, yeah. Uh, to move on to that same night, there was a slight um, sort of instance where, especially with um, the tag team match, because in Teddy Long fashion, there was uh, a six-man tag team match for that night. Yes, there was. It was it was um, the Viking Raiders mm. and Riddle against John Morrison and AJ and Omos. And they were scheduled, and Stars and Omos were scheduled to defend the tag team championships again um, in the following week against the Viking Raiders, which they retained again. Yeah. So. And I think that's that's as much as what happened with the championships on Raw. Um, for the championships on SmackDown, they're um, obviously Edge is very annoyed about uh, Seth Rollins's altercation with him in the match yeah. with uh, Roman Reigns. And uh, there was some um, 
some dispute between them. And obviously, they had to um, they had to resolve that in a classic fashion. There was a match. There was a bit of a brawl with um, Edge and Rollins, and then Rollins came out and cut a promo beforehand. Saying that, you know, he hated Edge and John Cena for coming back and taking opportunities. And, and why does no one respect me? And I'm the Vision and I'm the the Friday Night Messiah or whoever he is. Yeah. And then, of course, John Cena uh, came out on Raw as well that night. Not on the Friday, but on the Monday. And said that he, would, he just wanted to go after Roman Reigns. Yeah. And take him take him out. But take him out and take him out and win the, uh, win, the win the Universal Championship. But that week on Friday, as I meant to say, that week on Friday, Roman came out and said he doesn't want to face Cena. Yeah. He says, oh, Cena, he had that great joke where, oh, Cena's like missionary every night. It's boring. Yeah. <laughs> he does the same thing every single time he comes out and it's boring me. I don't want to face him. But then it's not actually, I don't think he's actually facing Cena at SummerSlam unless something that I think is going to happen happens. Because who comes out but Finn Balor? Mm who's returned to SmackDown for the past few weeks did, from NXT. Back, yep. Finn Balor's back, and Finn Balor comes out and faces Roman Reigns and says, I want to challenge you, and Roman accepts. So I don't know whether whether Balor Reigns is happening on SummerSlam or whether they're going to have another thing where Roman Reigns just demolishes Finn Balor and then Cena is like, right, well, now you've faced him, you can face me, kind of thing. Yeah. What do you think of that? I mean... I'd like for Finn to, to, to. I mean, he's come back NXT. I'd like him to get involved. I'd like him to do some stuff. He's a good wrestler. I enjoy him. Unlike, unfortunately, I do love him, yeah, Unlike, unfortunately, Keith Lee, who returned, lost. Then had a match with Karen Cross for Raw, just gone, lost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd like Finn to do some stuff. It's mm. I, well, Finn, Finn. Finn is in a program at the minute against Sami Zayn, where he keeps winning. Yes, I've heard that. Last year, Finn was supposed to face the Fiend again as the Demon this time. So yeah. I've heard people say that maybe because crowds are back, that might happen this SummerSlam instead. Well, we know Bray Wyatt's got to come back. At some point, surely. People are saying that Bray Wyatt's going to come back and be against Cena now. <laughs> again. But I don't really see that happening. No, I, I mean, some people are saying, well, how has Cena escaped, a, you know, escaped from Mania, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. He found his way out. He escaped it. He escaped it through the power of Fast and Furious Nine. He's the same portal that you know Dominic and Ray did at the pre-show. He did. That's what he, he did. He escaped from. He escaped from Bray Wyatt with the power of the Suicide Squad. Yes. But you know, I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna end up. I'm fairly confident it's gonna end up being Cena Roman at Mania. Mania. Sometime. Yeah. Not Mania. Yeah. And then you're gonna get Bobby Goldberg. Edge will face Seth. Mm-hmm. And then. We'll have a triple threat or a, or a first before way for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. I hope Bianca gets to do something. I mean, I know you're not the biggest fan of Bianca, but she keeps getting shafted she'll, at these She'll uh, do something. She'll, she'll be at the pay-per-view. Yeah. The post, the poster for Money in the have Bank has her on it. Yeah. <laughs> She's the main feature of the poster. She's not even on the pay-per-view. Fair. I, I, I don't get why they didn't just put her and Carmella on the pay-per-view instead. Yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> Hey, I don't understand that either, but it's for smarter minds than myself. Yeah. Or maybe not. So, or maybe not. But that was, I think that rounds out our Money in the Bank uh, review. I'd say so. That was our little conclusion there. Um, 
We hope that Peacock worked for you, our American viewers, because we know that it did not. Yeah, well, we've got the network. No, uh, we used to have the network, indeed. But for nine ninety nine. Um, yeah, a month. <laughs> or you can just go to the Pirate Bay and get it for free. Because there's more. I tell you, there's multiple sites that actually run it in pretty decent quality. Or so, if you're if you're American, just get a VPN. Yeah, get a VPN or whatever. Or, or again, just go down, just go down to the Pirate Bay. It's not hard to find. Yeah. Um, but Peacock kept crashing, or the cock. Yes. Um, kept crashing. Uh, black screen, no audio. Um, so so much that WWE actually had to address it on Twitter, and tell people what to do to fix it. <laughs> yeah. So. It must have been bad and that widespread. People were calling for to cancel the partnership. People were saying that it's been it's like the first time it's been offline throughout parts of the United States for quite a while. Yeah. Um, there was massive amounts of of online criticism, let's call it, um, due to such significant technical error. Um, I think I think it was during the men's money in the bank ladder match where it happened. Yeah, I mean, from from what I'm aware, it was delayed. By like yeah. a, a couple of minutes or something from the start, and then yeah, I think it just had problems later on, which. And then it kept crashing. It kept crashing. It's it's unfortunate and it's bad, especially for like how I can't remember how much money the deal was for, but it was a lot. Yeah. But how much money the deal was for? At, at some point they'll fix it. <laughs> Hopefully. I think that I think it was fixed by the end of the night. Yeah. But yeah, but to be fair, we, it we, was a bit of a block. We, we won't know. Let's call it. We won't properly know until SummerSlam because it might go wrong again at SummerSlam. Yeah, it was a bit of a block. Let's call it. Yeah. But um, still, the next paper we will be reviewing is SummerSlam. Yeah. Um. And we hope that goes well. We might make some more wrestling videos. I'd like to in the brief. Uh, in in the brief interim. I was about to say in a brief what? Yeah, in a brief interim between between pay per views, I like to make some more wrestling content for everybody if it's enjoyed. True. So you can let us know. Yeah, comment. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Give, give uh, us a comment. Yeah, give us a comment. Give us a like. Give us a follow. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on any other sort of podcast uh, listening website, then do whatever you do. Leave us a review. Yeah, review us. Um, you can follow us on there as well. Yeah, thank you very much on um, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Thank you very much. I've been uh, Murray. Uh, you've been Corey. I have. And uh, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.